Thanks for you all sincerely coming out to a Booma Roast. Please remember to tip your waiters approximately 88 cents on your $57 check. Now don't worry, they're not unionized so we can fire them for literally any reason. But seriously, the food will be out shortly. Uh, uh, unfortunately, the Sunrise Movement was in your hair. Yeah, you all know the Sunrise Movement? And they came for all your hamburgers. So all we've got to serve here is avocado toast. I know, I know, I know, but maybe if enough of you ask to see your managers at the same time, David Brooks will manifest in the room and deliver an op-ed about how this is worse than the Spanish Inquisition and the Soviet gulags combined. Now, boomers, boomers love complaining about millennials, love complaining about how they're always on their cell phones. It's like, hey, look up at the world around you sometime, will you? No, no, not the parts that we historically effed up. No, 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 not that the parts that where we asked if you might treat trans people or Muslims or refugees with basic human dignity. No, 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 certainly don't look at the massive housing crisis, economic stagnation, surveillance, state, coming ecocide that we've all co-signed. You know what? Go back to looking at your phones. That's fine. Now, my, uh, my solution to all this boomer nonsense is to make Election Day a national holiday. Everybody in favor of that here? Aye. Yeah? Okay. And then, then we'll just make that day an all-day NCIS marathon. <laughs> okay, so I'm your host, Jim Gabriel, and this is Connecticut Inside Out. And, and, I'm, and I'm Steve Gifford, and I'm confused. So this podcast thing... It's a radio show? Is it like a is it like a live journal or a bl- I I I don't know. But you guys are doing great I've work. I've got anyway. a great laser disc you should look at. It's a radio show on the internet. I I don't get these things anymore. There's radio or there's Open not up radio. Netskip Navigator. <laughs> you go to Apple Podcasts. Can you be racist against old people? Because I feel like we're there. <laughs> I feel like we're there. <laughs> And I'm Amanda Gabriel, and I'd like to apologize to everybody for what's about to happen, as well as for the fact that there's not enough ice left on the planet for the 70-plus million people who are about to get burned. Whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> See, you don't have to add the sound effects in later. We've got this. Oh, I'm not a, <laughs> Probably not that idea. This is, this, this is going to come out in seven months because it's going to be so much post-production. <laughs> so, so Tim, okay, Boomer. Okay, okay. Boomer. That's supportive, right? I think so, right? I mean, it's okay. It's not like tough shit, not, Boomer. But it's not bad. It's just okay. Yeah. I feel like we invented this, didn't we? With I, the op- this okay podcast princess. dropped too late, but sure. Yeah. We, we had a, a saying that we were- <laughs> To Tim's mom specifically. To my mom and then eventually to our children as well. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then eventually to my parents. And it was okay princess. Yeah. It so, was okay princess. But we were okay, saying it to, to a boomer. So. On, on behalf of our listeners though, so the um, folks you're talking about telling this to, about when were they born? 1954. 1954. All of them oh, 19, from just 1954. 1952. It was a good year. 1950 and 1956, respectively, right? Oh, about the, the, our parents? The specific people that we're talking about? Yes. Oh, okay. The yeah. specifics of them yeah. were. And, and so that makes them. Boomers. Boomers. Baby boomers, actually. As in, okay, boomer. As in, okay, boomer. As in, everybody got back from the war. It was going to be the war to end all wars. And we all know no wars happened after that. And they thought, let's all have. Fun 
Babies. Fun. <laughs> a child just walked into the room, so I can't enunciate exactly <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about. So this is the generation, Tim, um, who got a perhaps, and I hate to do the economics thing here, but got a perhaps unprecedented amount of support from, I assume, the private sector, because <laughs> it was the time, um, in their early life. Is that is that right? Yeah. Like, Am so I it, it basically cost the equivalent of a McChicken sandwich to go to college when boomers went to college, and they still ended up crashing the economy 17 times. So, so let's let, but let's pick that apart a little bit. There, <laughs> There's a lot going on yeah. there, and I feel like the McChicken sandwich we simply don't have time for. Now I'm just... <laughs> Cribbing John Oliver. Yeah. Um, I think we should also preface by saying that, like, during the post-war years, and um, you know, even and up to now, especially, like, there was still institutional poverty, and a lot of people did exist in that. I think we're just talking about an era where, because largely of the GI Bill, that there was a, a burgeoning middle class that had sort of grown. Where, but you and you make a good point, especially regarding the GI Bill, because. Um, the folks who administered that found all kinds of ways that it only applied to white GIs instead of, instead of you know. But really, exactly. like white boomers, instead of winning a, so, tro- a participation so, uh, trophy, they won the lottery. Now, when we say, when you say, Amanda, white boomers, mm-hmm. I feel like you just mean boomers. Like, when we talk about the idea of boomers, so I, I get that everybody born in that period uh, it applies yeah. to, but when we talk about it culturally... <laughs> I, I feel like boomers is It's like the concept sum- of a visco girl, yeah. right? Yeah. So like you're, like you're not saying to like black people who were teenagers during the civil rights era like, "Oh, okay, princess, you had you had it so good during your coming upping." So no, I, th- I think I think what Steve's point is that like boomers technically refers to a generation. Sure. Technically people who were born in like the 19 what did we say? Like 40 to 60 era? Well, right? ba- yeah, sure. Yeah. Ba- the baby yep. boom of folks yep. getting back from the yep. But like a visco girl is also technically somebody who's very young, but they also have specific characteristics that are unique to them as a demographic group. Am I? Am I? So I hate to digress on this, but as a um, very late Gen X, very early millennial, Visco girls confuse me, and I haven't figured it out yet. Is Visco like Photoshop? Visco is an app that does, that makes photos look like they're old school Polaroids. That sounds like Photoshop. It's very similar to Photoshop. Uh, this is an important. It's like if Photoshop key. and Instagram had a baby, it would be Visco. It would be Visco. Okay, and Visco girls. Are the folks who post this on Instagram? But Instagram is probably want, done by now. Right. right? They happen okay. to want to like save the turtles and like wear puka shells and drive. We can cut right all of this. Yeah. I'm just curious, and I am also. No, this is important information I, 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 because nobody should know this information, but for some reason everybody has to know but, it. All but of a I, but this is also the point of view of me as mm-hmm. a boomer in 30 years, yeah. when what's left of humanity um, is cursing um, Gen X and millennials. Yeah, I'm sure they will. At some point, like inevitably, like our brains will break to the point where we are shaking our hands and talking about how, you know, like we walked two miles uphill both way <laughs> in the snow to school. So, and so, so what is so? And we're, we're I almost feel like the millennials have a little like a, a, such an advantage because nobody's going to remember any of the crap that happened like when they were like growing up. Because uh, like who can remember? Oh, see, what disagree five with days that. Ago? I, I disagree with that fundamentally. The, the late eighties like, were sort of a waste. I feel like we've gotten <laughs> much. So? We've gotten much better at documenting the past, which is why I think nostalgia is speeding up and like kind of oh. condensing into smaller and smaller time frames. Oh, there's going to be historical record, but nobody's going to remember it except like people who that's like their job to like 
either write a, like a crappy list. Like, I, I'm, I'm, not, Tim, I'm, not I'm fascinated by the, the archivist of the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's not an accurate historical record of, like, lower middle class people from the 1910s in the sheer amount and volume that we will have now moving forward. Yeah. So I sure. feel like everything that we're doing right now is being documented and we're getting better and better at sorting through that documentation to pull out but all the amazing little facts that separate demographics. But like cu culture we'll was also very streamlined during that time too. So I, I feel like the, the distinctions so, were not so Tim, talk, talk as a, wide. Yeah, no, talk a little about streamlined culture. So w what's what's happening there? In the 1910s, I'm I'm not well, a maybe not 1910s, but even like 19 even 1950s. Um, so you have the Red Scare going on. You mm -hmm. have um, you know a lot of people moving to the suburbs. Um, that's sort of an explosion of where the the jobs and um, a lot of the homes are going out. You still have like a lot of single income earners. Um, you still have you know women are you know largely. Uh, not accepted within the workplace neither are black people to most workplaces um you've got a lot of voter suppression that's going on so so you you actually went way um very deep well, no, way, way, like... way way more literal um and, and frankly the important things i was being very surface um on the monoculture just in that um you know if you look at the the entertainment technology you're looking at max three channels of television to oh, watch yeah, sure. you're you're looking at like one newspaper one hometown newspaper that's yep. giving you the accepted truth and there it is yep and that's maybe it. And you sort of had you had rock and roll come along, which sort of revolutionized youth culture and some of these like R movies and stuff which, like that. Which is, but, rock and roll, which is again uh, a an appropriation, but yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It was, it was a a complete ripoff of a culture that already had existed. Um, but also, like rock and roll was confined to like what you could find in like your Sears and Woolworth. Like, <laughs> store like there would be like a tiny little would, rack of records and like at best you could afford to buy like maybe one or two a year and this episode of Kinetics inside out is brought to you by the sears company yes we're still a thing they sure are <laughs> um so this doesn't necessarily bring us to okay boomer but um maybe do we want to jump ahead to kind of like this new trend that's mm -hmm. sort of come around and, and how so, certain people are comparing it to racial slurs. So I wonder if I can um, sort of set this up, though, to talk a bit about the boomer reputation. Yeah. And the reason for the frustration which has come out on Twitter, which the boomers don't use, so, you know, our, our secret is safe. Yeah. Um, the, the concept, and Tim set it up earlier, is just the boomers are growing up in a time that is maybe unique in American history of expansion of rising incomes. If you're white and male, mm -hmm. um, and that this is maybe not a representative time. However, boomers it's sort of a period of what, what seemed to be permanent economic growth in oh. that it, it just kind of, the economy just kept getting better after that. Tim, I, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head and when you talk about make America great again, I feel like this is what they're, you know, the the terrifying people who say that are are waxing nostalgic. They're for. longing for the time when they had to walk to school two miles both ways uphill. And, you know, kids today only have to worry about active shooter drills, a climate that's literally going to murder them, and the prospect of needing a side hustle to make rent for the rest of their smog-filled lives. But all of the kids in that classroom when they got there after walking two miles was white. <laughs> 
So we're mm-hmm. making America great again. Anyway, yep. um, the when we talk about the um, uh, sort of the standard that boomers are expecting, um, it goes it goes into a world where the boomers also expect things to be that easy of their children and of their grandchildren are and are you know somewhat vocally annoyed when they're not i feel like they don't understand why their children aren't making the exact same choices that they that they have made previously even though we live in a fundamentally different world and even though they made some bad choices i mean too. yeah they 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 <laughs> They were like, the boomers are always like, you know, these kids today, they don't even know how to write in cursive. Like, that was, like, some huge deal back in the time. I'm like, you're the guys who, like, what, what happened the last time you tried to use a universal remote? You had to take a oh. pill. You got so upset. Come on now. Also, Tim is um, for forgetting about the importance of the domino effect on Southeast Asia and Cambodia specifically. Oh, I can't <laughs> believe I left that out. I know, right? <laughs> yes. No, boomers were right. They yeah. understood it all. So, I mean, so... From what I understand of this, um, the OK Boomer thing that that's come along is Tim. Did you put air quotes on that? I mean, this is a, this is an audio me, uh, an audio format, so I feel like we so need to I'm explain. Right on the line of Millennial and Generation X, so of course I put air quotes on everything All right. I'm saying. <laughs> it, is, it, it is noted. Also, asterisks in your tasks, texts. Right. Um, but you know, I, I I think that what we're sort of hinting at is that the Boomers came up in an era of less complexity than exists now. I think I still think there was still quite a deal of complexity, um, but not ones that they sort of had to confront on a daily basis this was the first as genera- we do now. Yeah, this was the first generation. This is the generation of Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh, then just burn the entire... It, no, but, no, but listen, it is. Like, I feel like... Oh, I, I, feel, I feel like, like that's a Gen X-y. No, I no? feel like I feel like the song itself was aimed specifically at my mom. Billy Joel is very boomer. Like, he's very he's like a boomer idol. And he's the one who's saying, like, JFK, blown away. Sure. Like, he's saying... All, what else does he have to say? He's, the context, but, well, he, guys. He talks, you can't just list a bunch of things. He talks about I, Reagan, I though, and he talks about how they didn't start the fire. The boomers are not accountable for what happened... Oh. There and so they yeah. didn't, right. we didn't start the fire is an alibi. I feel like right. we didn't start the fire is the boomer alibi, and it is like so emblematic of an entire generation's mentality. If, or specific, does the alibi hold up though? No. If we can think way <laughs> no. back to this is ancient history, but the 2012 um, presidential primary where Mitt Romney received we'll, the nomination folks, we'll, at the RNC, we'll link to this in the show notes. No, this is <laughs> yeah. a very long time ago. Um, they, they had a uh, quote that was being uh, bandied about at the time that said, we built it. And this was in response to uh, the, the, the fact that uh, Obama had said something about how, like, you didn't build it. Like, you know, that, um, you, you know, so that, that there, there was collective um, work that went into building the economy. And it wasn't just the owners of society that, like, had created everything. And I think that the we didn't start the fire should be right next to the we built it. Yeah. Because they... they you know, they, they built everything, and also they didn't do it. So I'm regretting the fact that I can't say, okay, boomer with an Australian accent, because that is okay, officially bo- no, the best way to do okay, it. Boomer. And if you haven't seen no. the YouTube, uh, the uh, well, the video of it on whatever app, app you're, you need to TikTok. be on for video. The, new, the kids are on TikTok. TikTok, to be clear, is a Chinese-owned company, <laughs> but sure. Um, but yes, if you look for OK Boomer Australia, in our daughter the has so many things to say about currency. Lately. Oh my gosh, our daughter has so <laughs> many things to say on TikTok. We, we, lately. We, st- we still definitely need to do the quantitative easing episode. We should. We should People, talk about that. The, the fans have been demanding it. Anyway, um, OK Boomer. Right. What are we doing here? Because it's only been a couple of weeks, but it yeah. feels like a lifestyle now. There's a ton of outrage like about this, though. Like, there's so much outrage about, like, 
anybody saying okay boomer to everyone somebody the other day was so outraged he equated it to being called a nazi and like my favorite part about the okay boomer outrage is like they're claiming age discrimination and these folks have been calling millennials snowflakes and writing about like writing op-eds about how awful we are for like a decade now so i want to just tell them like calm down i want to send them like a gif of taylor swift doing the calm down thing And also, Whatever. boomer is also the correct term to describe them. It's it's not even like a like a pejorative that they came up with to be like, oh, you know, millennials are all weak little pansy men. It's it's like literally like the term that they've been using for like nigh on fifty years. It's like so interesting too because they're they're doing the thing that Trump does all the time that's like infuriating, where like they see something about themselves that's like maybe not so great and they like attribute it to somebody else. It's very annoying when they do that. Sure. They're like, "Oh, you millennials are so sensitive." And it's like, "Come yeah. on, guys." Most sensitive. This this is a common thing in in the press too where people who had identified in the early 90s as being like leaders of the neoliberal movement are now being like, "Well, neoliberal is like a slur and I don't want you to call me that." Even though they had like self-identified as that when when the movement was first coming to order. And they're picking like really odd things to criticize folks about too like the entirety of the financial meltdown is the responsibility of the millennials <clears throat> and millennials are Millennials. not managing don't have any money right they're not like managing sure. their finances correctly um meanwhile boomers are sitting there on their couches corresponding with nigerian princes and wanting their friend warning their friends that if they don't share an emergency Facebook message that Mark Zuckerberg is gonna tell Hillary Clinton exactly where they live. I am not as prepared for this as you, but that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 phrase I like that I think applies here, um, although I think it is more traditionally used for uh, folks who inherit wealth, is that they were born on third and thought they hit a triple. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And this is I feel like this is a lot of the frustration borne out by OK Boomer. Yeah. Which is that um boomers are fairly sure they got here not by much much larger macroeconomic forces. Yeah. And the work of their parents and the fact that a lot of their parents siblings were dead. Um sorry, macroeconomics is weird. It um, is. I mean it's weird. It's kind of it's kind <laughs> of macabre. The folks who looked at their circumstances in the 50s and uh, early 60s, because frankly, they missed out on the parts that they think they got, um, look at it and say, well, I did this, so you should also be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also just, you know, a government that was specifically investing in its people and and putting its faith in them uh, instead of, you know, only doling out money to... they can't handle not being special. And, they were and, all sold this hook, line, and sinker well, that they're all special, and that's, and that's why they're doing so well. And that's an interesting point, because to Tim's point, the boomers are the ones who are now in charge of yeah. um, economic policy, and rather than keep some of the generous um, things that their parents did, uh, they decided that they got there on their own, so why shouldn't everybody they else? they have terrible judgment. It's like uh, they're cr- criticizing millennials for eating too much like avocado toast or whatever, but you know what, Karen? Who carpeted over the hardwood floors? I actually wanted... So, to be clear... This and then raise the price on taking carpet out of your house. Yes. This show is brought Karen. to you by Avocado po- Toast. <laughs> Thank you. We will pay. Continue. Um, the, <laughs> however, the, the, the hardwood floors are actually a really good point. And I'm going to bring our podcast back to North Haven. Mm. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. That's it, where we're from. Because we are, in fact, the largest North Haven podcast. Let me throw a shout, shout out for wallpaper. 
in North Haven, I feel like we see a lot of the boomer issue here. And I'm going to... a lot of boomers here. There really are. However, I'm going to bring it back to housing. Um, yeah. Because we are brought to you by Realtor.com. Um, we are definitely... No, not, <laughs> I, I, but that sweet, sweet cash is right there for the taking. Mm-hmm. So one of the phenomena you get in North Haven, and I'm sure in many other places, is the Cape. Uh, 1,400 square feet, two bedrooms, a detached garage if you're lucky, yep. one car. Um, that The boomer who is selling it has not actually updated or... No, the wallpaper is was good in 1974. Yeah. It, it was good enough then. It's brand new, frankly. Mustard-colored Correct. That house... That cape. So some of the uh, appliances were actually avocado colored because that was a thing back in the oh, day. Well, because it wasn't uh, white, so the boomers maybe that's were. That's where the resentment of avocado comes from. Maybe. Oh, Tim, I think you've cracked this wide open in a mm-hmm. way that um, most other podcasts have not tackled. Sigmund but that's Freud not here. Connect- what Connecticut <laughs> Inside Out does. But the folks who are the boomers, I shouldn't say folks. I'm being too uh, too charitable. The boomers, oh, they're they're definitely folks who are selling these um, houses in North Haven. Have not actually spent really any money or effort on them for a while. I mean, they've been annoyed by their millennial neighbors who let the leaves fly in their yard. Yeah. Shout out to my entire street. Um, but fundamentally, they put no time or effort into it. But they are still sure that because the one time someone talked to them in two thousand eight. Seven yeah. about this. The house was worth $375,000. $1.5 million. And so it's still worth that. That's in Fairfield County. My, so, a true story like my parents. It's story time, Tim. The house next door to my parents, <clears throat> which is the exact same layout as our current house, it's 1,300 square feet. We actually have a better lot on a better street, and their house is literally for sale is t- for twice as much as we paid for ours. We live 32 miles away. It's it's the same house except on a steep hill. And owned by boomers. So one of the the okay boomer phenomena here is just the the sense that 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 entitlement really goes to when you're selling your house to move into your coffin. And that's what yeah. they do, I right? think the expectations well, around the gig economy come from the fact that there's this weird game of chicken happening right now between boomers and millennials. Boomers are objectively overvaluing their assets by hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And millennials are like, nah, we still take Ubers to work because we can't afford an actual car. Because so we had to pay probably not, more bro. than 20 times what you did for college. Yeah, and you know what? To the boomers who are upset about like leaves getting on their lawns. I've got good news for them. They're not going to be uh, frustrated anymore because pretty soon they're not going to have a lawn because of a 500-year flood or a terrible damaging wildfire. So everybody can just calm down. We fixed it. Your lawns are fine. You're roasted. Boom. Boom. Boom, boomer. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> no, um, no, Tim, I think you got it. Yeah. Can't, can't beat that. Um, I got an, so, I got another good one. You want another zinger? Yeah, let's do we'll one just, more zinger. We'll splice it in somewhere. <laughs> it's a zinger. Ready? <laughs> a boomer will be really upset about the holes in your jeans, but the holes in the ozone layer are a okay. Waka waka. 
I feel like that was a joke from. Like, I'll see myself out. That was a joke from like 30 years ago, and then the holes in the ozone layer like opened up again. <laughs> that joke is like boomer approved. So it's like it's cyclical. I quit. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so to to bring it back to to sort of a serious theme, I guess. I I was at a. Um, you know, a Bernie event the other day, uh, yesterday actually, and they were talking about how, you know, how, well, what do you do if you want to talk to an older person who says like, you know, well, they're a little bit more risk averse um, and they don't want to like bank their money on somebody who's like a little bit more progressive. You tell them um, that you've been working in the gig economy for 10 years. Well, no, you don't, you don't scold people. <laughs> but I, I think do. It, but I think the, the sentiment uh, was said that like, you know, People from that generation might be a little exhausted, even if they tended to be a little bit more liberal or progressive in their life, because they've been burnt before, um, and they've like kind of been through the ringer, and they've kind of seen people come through. And there, there is a sense of you know boomers' attitude coming a little bit from they're at the end of their life, they're sort of exhausted. They've 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 kind of got theirs, but you know all the fights that they've had to fight, they they feel like they've done well enough, and like. They want to just kind of stop fighting. And I think that the, the OK Boomer thing, there is mad violence going on in the next room. <laughs> I hope the mics are not picking that up. Um, the OK Boomer thing stems from a, a sense of exhaustion, too, in that um, it, it seems to come from a place of like, well, we don't want to have to explain this for the 400th time to people who are just like not interested in understanding. So OK Boomer is like what we're going to say. Is it possible okay. there's just a lack okay. of empathy? No, and, and and like maybe this is every. Honestly, this could be every generation. And somewhere, people in the 1830s were complaining about those um, folks who grew up in the 1790s and just feel entitled. Yeah, probably. But is is it possible that this is just a human condition every generation yeah. faces? Like I feel like it skips a generation too. Your generation was better. And yeah. skips a generation. I mean, I Gen don't X, think there's like, anything Gen X is like, to it. I think it is completely cultural. I think that, that there is something within our culture that teaches people to be anempathetic. And I think that the the, the disconnect is coming from the, the reintroduction of empathy. Well, to the people who are offended by OK Boomer, I'd like to apologize and say, um, very well then, Fossil. Zing. Very nice. And so, so Tim, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth because you're hosting it, but I believe what you are saying is on behalf of Connecticut's <laughs> inside nihilism, this is our last episode. Yes. You went very dark on that last bit. Well, we, we, we have officially uh, – can we be canceled by boomers? I don't think I, they're allowed no, to participate they, in cancel culture, so we can keep going. They don't Woo-hoo! know how Apple Podcasts work. <laughs> All right. Nice. Yeah, just just um, you know, get the coax cable and, and hook this up to your um, your AMFM radio, and uh, get your grandson to to send it through there. He's very smart. He is very smart. He could go to Vassar. <laughs> Anywho, guys, it's been fun. We're <laughs> I think we're gonna quit while we're ahead. But are we are we ahead? Are we? I don't think we're ahead right now. So remember to like us on Twitter, face us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> None face, of those are real things. What? But I, I, I fundamentally, as a Gen Xer who is, we're going to put this... fourteen pictures of this podcast on Facebook, and you need to like everyone individually. No, please. or you're just not, Stop you're it. just not thoughtful. I hate when people do that. 
It's like just like the main post, guys. Or like what? Like one or two. You don't have to like all eight. What is that? This is our spinoff episode, Things That Amanda Hates on, on Social Media. It's a very special unlimited edition. <laughs> so many things. We produced Listen, 38 episodes. Don't try to teach me a lesson on social media because I will never learn. And if somebody does try and teach you a lesson, Amanda, what exactly will you say? Okay, Boomer. How I got this far, boy, I can't believe it That I got this car, so I take scenic Passenger walk, boy, I look like River Phoenix First Happy birthday! Yup, I'm thirsty Little shots that you threw, they ain't hurt me Put your in the first place, I ain't got time Put these better throw a watch at the door Have my boys in this looking like a Seminole Talk to too much, boy, I ain't got time Put these better throw a clock at these Looking for a water hose. Who the talking to, muff? Now turn out. Yo, Mayor Bloomberg, you're basic. What if I did like instead of like Mayor Bloomberg, you're walking. He like I'm walking here. Mayor Bloomberg, I'm running here. Like an election. Yeah. (laughs) That's a free headline for you, New York Post.